was really hoping for the 32nd pick this year. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. <sighs> Talking about the draft already. Feels bad, man. Grassi, and today we will be highlighting the top five draft needs for the Green Bay Packers heading in to this 2021 NFL draft, which is still months away. It's going to be a really long offseason. Before we get to that one, do a big shout and thank you to a brand new Patreon over at patreon.com slash comedy. And that is Cubs did the chant first. Steal the name, steal the pain. No pack, no. Go Cubs, go. All righty then. So we do this every single year in which we take a look at the five positions of need for the Packers. And of course, they draft none of those things. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to laugh through it because if I don't, it'll hurt. Just like last year where we talked about how badly they needed inside linebacker that they needed to go get a potential wide receiver and then they drafted no wide receivers, but they got Kamal Martin in the fifth round, so I guess I can't complain that much. And so here's my frivolous attempt to say, hey, Packers, here's who you should draft just for them to completely ignore me once again. I know you have my phone number, Goody. I know you have it. Starting off with number five, you got inside linebacker, a position that you could argue could take the number four spot, arguably, but I'm gonna put inside linebacker here. And hey, it's improvement, the fact that I didn't need to put this at number two or one, right? And the reason why it's not ranked as highly as it usually is, is because of guys like Kamal Martin, who have shown great flashes, and I'm really, really excited. And of course, undrafted guy, Chris Barnes, who also played really well. Now, obviously the Packers last year brought in Christian Kirksey from the Browns, and he's proven to be okay. Made some plays near the end of the season, but overall, I mean, doesn't seem to be a huge upgrade from Blake Martinez. I know they have different skill sets, but yeah, nothing really to write home about. So this definitely is still an area of need. And on top of that, they just need depth at the position. Now, a lot of Packers fans, of course, wanted to go get Patrick Queen, and I'm just gonna hear this every day until I die. But maybe I'm putting a little too much stock into Kamal Martin and Chris Barnes, but I just really like the way that they played this year. If they can take that second year jump, I think they could be even better. And I wouldn't say that we'd be, you know, great at inside linebacker, but we'd be pretty darn good. And so if they wind up getting someone on the end of day two or day three, I think this could really help out the Packers defense. Number four, you got wide receiver. Yeah, I know. I know. Yep, still on there. And here's what I'm going to say, though. Here's what I'm going to say. The Packers offense was still amazing regardless, right? They were still amazing regardless of them not drafting a wide receiver. So why are they on the list still? Well, a big reason is it's Devontae Adams' contract year. Yeah, that's going to hurt. Devontae Adams, who signed a contract a couple years ago, which honestly was the steal of a lifetime. Yeah, that man is going to get paid because honestly, we don't have a ton of other options at this point. And the reason why I have wide receiver just a notch above inside linebacker is because the way that I'm looking at this is right now there is not a true number one to succeed Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae's most likely going to resign for probably like, what, another two or three year deal, which will be great. However... 
there's no one waiting in the wings. MVS, while I know infuriating at times, had a really nice season overall, and on top of that, had a really nice NFC Championship game. However, has not shown really that he could be the number one guy. Alan Lazard, another one, has been a reliable number two. EQ continuing to develop, but there's a lot of question marks at receiver. And obviously, this draft class coming in is pretty heavy at wide receiver, even though we said this last year. So I would honestly be shocked if they actually don't get a weapon for Aaron Rodgers and or eventually Jordan Love in this draft. And I really mean it this time, just because like the clock is ticking. They need somebody to develop behind Devontae Adams who can be that true number one. I don't think they'll go and spend a first round pick on him, but I imagine in the second round or at the very least in the third round, they'll be going to get a wide receiver. Then again, let's see come April when I'm wrong again. You do have Devin Funches, who the Packers could keep around, but honestly, the fact that Devontae's turning 30 next season and he's coming up to his last contract in Green Bay, yeah, it's time to get the replacement ready. Number three, you got the offensive line. They need depth here. An offensive line unit that was pretty damn good this season. Pretty damn good. Not so great in the NFC Championship game, looking at you, Billy Turner, who had a good season overall, but really just was unable to fill the shoes of David Bakhtiari, which, to be fair, that's a pretty high order to try and achieve. You did have guys like Runyon who stepped in and looked pretty good. Elton Jenkins, obviously, making the Pro Bowl, playing literally every position along that O-line. You do have Ricky Wagner, who, again, also had a nice season, but... He's not getting any younger either. And honestly, just for this, they just need it for the depth, right? In that David Bakhtiari just signed the highest paid contract in offensive line history, which is great and well-deserved, we also need to start looking towards the future as well. And we need to get a right tackle in there who's going to be a more permanent mainstay. So I know that these picks are never sexy and these are not the ones that fans go, oh my God, this is amazing. However, this is also the picks that win you football games. And so I would honestly be shocked if they don't go and get an offensive lineman at some point during this draft. Number two, you got defensive line. And I know Packers fans are looking at this and are like, yeah, Tom, how is this not number one? And I'll explain momentarily. The defensive line is Kenny Clark, right? Kiki, he did pretty well on a rotational basis, but Dean Lowry, Tyler Lancaster, Montrevious Adams who didn't play, yikes. They're just not getting pressure. And on throw on top of that, the fact that Mike Pettin was constantly sending three and four man rushes, it wasn't working, Mike. Probably one of the reasons that he did get let go or his contract didn't get extended. The majority of our pressures are coming either from Kenny Clark or they're coming from our outside linebackers with the Smith brothers and or Rashawn Gary. So honestly, it's just time that we get somebody next to Kenny Clark that could have that impact. Now, obviously, they'll be bringing in a new defensive coordinator, and especially if we bring in some of the guys that we talked about yesterday who are defensive line specialists, sure, they could take what we already have and potentially spruce them up a little bit. But honestly, I would just like the Packers to invest some draft capital in this position just to make our pass rush a little bit more poignant because no one's been afraid of our three-man rush for quite some time. And then number one... You got cornerback. Nope, not quarterback. No, pa I, Packers, I didn't say quarterback. I swear to God, if you get another one in the first round. No, it's corners. Because Kevin King, we all know, is most likely gone. And listen, Kevin King made some plays during the NFC Championship game, but of course, he's just going to be remembered for the Scotty Miller play and for that he will be banished. On top of that, Josh Jackson has not developed. He's been a healthy scratch this entire time. They brought Tremont Williams back for some depth, even though they didn't really utilize him. Shannon Sullivan struggled in the NFC Championship game as well. We just need some help with Jair. I love that secondary and love the safety units of Amos and Savage. And of course, Jair is amazing. 
we need another corner. Now, we have invested in the corner position in the draft in this past five and six years. You look at Randall, you look at Rollins, you look at Jackson, and of course, Jair Alexander, and we've really only hit on one of those. So not only is it important for the Packers to go out and get a good CB, but on top of that, they just really need to hit on one. Because while we did get an amazing player in Jair Alexander, the guy does need a little bit of help. Now, you do have guys waiting in the wings like Kadar Holman, who has shown some flashes, but they haven't played enough for me to be comfortable with it in any way, shape, or form. So not only do they need depth, on top of that, they just need another corner to line up with Jair Alexander because, unfortunately, he can't be everywhere, no matter how badly I'd like him to. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Who do you see the Packers targeting? What do you see as our biggest need in the draft? Are they just going to go out and get another running back or tight end or quarterback? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go! We'll